welcome to Drive-In Double Feature Podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Ryan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But on this Tuesday edition, we are talking about The Fifth Chord. But before we get into that, we do have a Patreon. If you want to help support the podcast, be sure to check that out. Just for $5 a month, you can help us out. And also you get some fun off-the-cuff conversation, quiz shows, and guest episodes right over there. But yeah, let's hop right into the fifth chord, um, 1971 Italian giallo film. We are back with another giallo film. I think the last one was Shock, I believe, and that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> was there another one back before that? Uh, didn't we do another one? Did we? We, we always come back to this. Uh, just in case you don't know, giallo is a just a type of Italian slasher mystery horror film that was kind of really big at the time. Um, and then this one is directed by Luigi Bazzoni, who isn't really well known in giallo circles, not like your Dario Argento's or Mario Bava's people like that. Um, but yeah, the yeah. fifth chord. Huh? Um, well, I mean, so, I mean, we were going to do this for our horror series, but <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, it's definitely giallo, but it's, yeah, it's giallo. But right. horror elements are very light, and it's yeah. more of a it's more of a murder mystery. Exactly. From reading into it after I watched it, so I picked it blind. I was like, "Oh, it's a giallo film. It'll be fine. It'll be sleazy. They're all sleazy kind of, you know, horror." No, this one's very light. It is very light going as far as like your horror goes, murder stuff like that. It's, uh, it's pretty tame compared to other giallos. But, I agree. Um, but, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's probably the black sheep of this marathon so far. I guess that's what happens when you blind pick something. But I will say the fifth chord, I loved this movie. I absolutely adored this movie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, because when I was sitting there, because I was kind of like waiting for like the horror to kick in. But, you know, you kind of gave me a little precursor warning beforehand. You, yeah. you texted me because you're like, hey, it's not really that much before, but this movie's really good. <laughs> OK, I'm glad you agreed because like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it's great. From the opening, I was like, just like taken by it because it, it opens with uh, Franco Nero as the star of our movie, who is great in this, um, at a bar and he's drunk and you kind of see the cast of characters through shots, just like yeah. a person in there, here and there. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like a party that they're mm -hmm. all, but everybody knows each other at this party. So it's mm -hmm. like, they're, they're all connected and everything like that. And uh, the song that they choose in there, which is also on yes. the DVD menu is like, <laughs> I kept listening to it because it, it was so Me good. Too. But, Me too. I can't I, get it out of my head. And then I was like, I was like, man, this. And but even like the score throughout the whole movie is really good. And then I'm like, who did this score? And then I was like, Enio uh, Marconi, uh, who yeah. does pretty much your, like all the best Italian movies and all your the best spaghetti Western movies. So I was like, okay, that checks out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, the, the guy who did the iconic Good, Bad, and the Ugly score. And this one, uh, other the theme song doesn't really sound like his stuff, um, but I think as you get later on, his like the uh, guitar-based stuff really sounds up his alley. But this theme song is is amazing. And just the look of it. So I, I want to say that's the major thing I took out of this movie was the look of it. This movie cinematography is is beautiful, beautiful. No, it, it, 
So it's so weird because there's so many well-known Giallo movies that we've heard about. I mean, you know, your Dario Argento's. It's like those movies are really good. Uh, and, you know, everyone knows those are Giallo movies. This one. So, I mean, you kind of have like these preconceived notions. So just to give everyone kind of a peeking back, like Nathan had gifted me this Giallo box set for my mm-hmm. birthday. And he also had it. So I assume we could do it for the show. And, you know, kind of like my first instinct when they put it on the box, when they put something like this on a box set, it's like, oh, this is not going to be as good. You know, it's not good enough for its own standalone release, like like your deep reds or bird with a crystal plumage or mm-hmm. anything like that. But then when you watch it, it's just like, I was like, well, why, why is this movie not well known? Like, this is so right. good. I, I, I think it's really sad that this one's been forgotten. I, I and it's weird because the the criticisms that maybe I could pull out of it, and not really that I don't like it for these reasons, is maybe the mystery is a bit convoluted. You know, the plot is a is it's a lot, a lot of red herrings. But most giallos are that way. I, I would say a lot of these movies I've walked away from, the plot doesn't completely make sense. You know, it's like okay, I'm making jumps. Um, so I don't I don't get why this one wouldn't stand out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this one I would say is a little more. There's a lot. It's a lot more dense than some other Jala movies because usually mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, like there's a string of murders. We don't know who's doing it, but mm-hmm. this one, like I said at the party, is that there was like this party and the list of suspects or anybody that attended this party, and then slowly each people, some people that attended this party are dying, and you're having to figure out like this big like web of like how these people connect with each other it's like oh this person's married to this person but they're having an affair with this person and like they like this per so it's it's kind of goes like back and forth a lot of ways but um once you kind of like piece it all together it's like okay and and i really like the calling card so like uh, at the end of each murder the killer leaves a glove Mm-hmm. And he cuts off a finger of each glove. So yeah. like after he killed his third victim, there's three fingers that are cut off of this glove. So it's kind of like indicating there's going to be at least two more murders. Yeah. I, I, I really like that too. Um, and what I like about the mystery or at least how it's dense and we bump around from thing to thing. And I think that comes from Franco Nero, who is actually not a detective. And, you know, most of these things, a detective, he's a reporter um so I, he doesn't have the classical training of crime scene investigations things like that so I found it was almost like he also was having a hard time grasping everything putting all the pieces together um and I, I thought that was interesting well yeah and he's he's a journalist and he was at the party too so actually he's he's on the list of suspects too of course, and yeah. <laughs> the one thing that the uh the killer is doing is uh it's kind of like like all these people that have died are connected or they've had history with Franco Nero's character too. So mm-hmm. the police are kind of like, Hey, you know, these murders are kind of pointing right at you. Like, and you know, so that's why there's kind of like an urge of uh, there's some urgency to it. And uh, yeah. Franco, so Franco Nero is trying to figure out the only thing I would think was a little weird about it is that one, he is a journalist and he's also on the list of suspects and the newspaper like is totally fine with him covering the story about even though like he's like in the subject which is seems like a total con- conflict of interest oh, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And like, I, I don't, I don't get that. Or even the detectives or the actual cops on the case give him a lot of leeway yeah. for what he can like look into as a, which yeah. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Right. Well, I mean, it, I mean, we've seen it in other movies where it's just like the cops giving murder suspects, like, here's the clues. So you go find the killer. So we don't arrest you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is a common theme. That's, that's really interesting. Um, but I mean, and it works here and I know I said it before, but I re- Franco Nero in this role is, he, he really brings a presence to it. I love his look. Um, I don't know. I, I really, so I knew I liked Franco Nero before, but I think after this one, I realized just how much I do like his performances. I, I want to do see more of his works. Yeah, it's, uh, he does really good. And um, I actually, so on this disc, it has the Italian and the English version. I watched the English version. Just, Same here. And uh, the dubbing in this one, I mean, it's, the lip movements aren't great. I mean, it's obvious mm-hmm. that they're dubbing, but I thought all the vocal performances were good. I, there was no like really bad standout performances and no. like, and I think the dubbing, like for the most part, it's not distracting enough either to where like the sinking is off. No, no. And that, that's the thing with these movies from like Italy and stuff like that is like either your Italian version or your Amer- or your English version is going to, um, it's going to be dubbed. So I'm always like, okay, well, let me just go for the English dub. And yeah, the, I think the dub is perfectly fine. I wish I, it, we, we didn't have a lot of time before this recording. Um, and I wish I would have watched it multiple times. And I really want to, I think this is what I'm going to revisit for sure. Um, and, I, and I guess getting into the Aero disc, I mean, just really quickly, the special features are good. Did you get to check any out? Yeah, I, I listened to a couple of the, uh, there's a couple of video essays about like the, uh, like how, like the framing of each shot. There was one that I watched, mm-hmm. which was really good. And then there was another one uh, with the, another like film critic, critic from uh, the yeah. UK, like kind of explaining uh, this movie, which they're good. I mean, he, uh, I, I would, I really want to go and like listen to the audio commentary, which I might do, but uh yeah. yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to everything. So uh, as of recording this time, there is a uh, hurricane <laughs> approaching us. Yeah. So we were, we were of, it was time of, was of the essence. Yeah, so it, it was a quick recording, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, just like I said, it'll be one revisiting, to revisit. That, that one video essay talking about the framing of every shot that was like 20 minutes long. It, I thought when I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, this movie's pretty. But then after watching that, I was like, oh, Oh, wow. This is actually really interesting because I get one of the big things about this movie is it's all about architecture. So I guess it was in a new area of Rome that had just been built a more modern Rome and they just shot all there. So every shot is framed by like windows, by buildings, and it, it just has a very distinct look to it that um, it's just even if you don't know what's going on, it just looks really nice. Yeah, it everything in here is just uh like they like a lot of it takes place at night or like in dark rooms Mm -hmm. and they have really good looking shots of uh like a lot of purples and like dark blues they have looking at just kind of like getting like that nighttime type of feel to Mm -hmm. it um so like one thing they do 
reveal and the special features is that originally like this book was set in like this was originally a book and it was actually set in the countryside in Scotland, <laughs> which is it's a total contrast, but uh they explained that they you know that's that was like an intentional choice to not to do it like in the city more so so that way you can mm-hmm. play off a lot of that architecture like you were saying and how you can kind of show like the different classes because in this one it was like I think in the book it was a lot of like middle class or like farm working people that was in that and now it's like real affluent uh Italian people in this movie yeah it, it definitely has that theme of like a you know a class like class issues and stuff like that um and the the cast here is pretty good um there there's like one of the most notable kills of the movie there is a woman that is a handicap and she goes around and like uh she has crutches or a wheelchair at times and her death is just memorable where she just kind of gets thrown off the second story inside her home and lands on the stairs oh i know and they they do show i mean a woman getting thrown off of a balcony yes yeah and and they show somebody landing on stairs. And... Yeah, it, it looks it looks real. Um, and then other than that, I'd say the kills. Uh, like I said, I feel like Giallo, I've come to expect just sleaze, like very sleazy. But this, the kills, and someone gets like their throat slit um, and it doesn't really show a lot. And that's the thing. The murders don't really show a lot. It leaves a lot for the imagination, honestly. Yeah, and... So, I mean, getting into spoilers a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the beginning of the movie is a guy getting attacked, and but he survives the attack. He doesn't get murdered. So, you know, you kind of think like, oh, well, maybe they're just attacking people, but then people start getting murdered. And mm-hmm. let me ask you, though, because it's so huge spoilers, but it turns out the guy that was a victim in the in the first one was actually the killer because he was yeah. the only one that that survived but was that kind of was it obvious to you that he was going to be the killer or but for me and i'm really bad at guessing like mysteries and i am too but i i did see it coming or at least i didn't see it coming but he was my strongest suspect you know i just had a feeling because from that first opening sequence you see the couple, you know, kiss each other um, and he looks angry. And I'm just like, OK, uh, if uh, he's the obvious choice, of course. Um, and this movie tries so hard to throw so many red herring. Like, it's this guy. It's this guy. It's this guy. But in my soul, I was like, I, I, I think it's this guy. <laughs> Usually it's the person that you see the least of. I mean, yeah. Um, like, I remember Alice, Sweet Alice, which is not really a giallo movie, but it's uh it's kind of like a giallo. One I would a say bit. so, yeah. But uh, I remember like the killer in that one ended up being somebody from like a throwaway scene, like earlier in the movie that you never see again. And mm-hmm. but like in this one, like they try to make it so obvious. It's this guy. Look, it's this guy. See, see, it's and, and yeah. then, of course, it's not. So, yes. Uh, yeah. It tries so hard. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, by the end of the movie, there's only like three characters it could be so it it gets pretty obvious towards the end exactly but i think the movie tries its best to throw a twist on you at the very end um it does Mm -hmm. like the classic like uh twist that we don't we don't see much anymore but so it makes you think like the main bad guy was just jealous at a woman but come to find out it was for the man in the relationship he wanted 
the man was like, oh my God, the twist is he's gay, you know, like <laughs> you don't see that much anymore, but that, that was the twist at the end. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, I, I wasn't expecting that part of the plot. <laughs> I wasn't but, either. But, uh, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, I, it was a good twist. I mean, cause yeah. she, like the, the character, like you think that the guy is interested in is she gets murdered. So, mm-hmm. uh, you don't really know why he's doing all these killings or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, it turns out like one of the other guys at the party, the, the killer was interested in him. So that's, that's why. So yeah. It, did they ever explain like what, like did the, uh, did that guy like have an infatuation with the killer too, or did they have like an affair or. No, that guy wasn't even really in the movie. I feel like. Uh, he barely spoke. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't really explained. It, it was one of those things where we didn't get a lot of answers out of, out of it. Cause it, it is a movie that kind of just ends. Uh, I feel like we don't get like an epilogue a true epilogue of like oh this is why this happened like in psycho or anything um well i yeah i but you know it's it was good i guess it was a good enough motive but uh i mean it worked for me something i thought that was totally unnecessary though which it is is yellow so there is at least one scene of sleaze in here and it just felt totally unnecessary. It was, uh, there's a scene. So uh, Franco Nero's character is following somebody that thinks that he thinks is the killer, like a suspect. He follows him, he tails him. And this guy just goes to like a weird party or like watch party where it's just like mm-hmm. these people gathered in a room to watch a couple have sex. Yeah. And they're like filming it. And- yeah. Yeah. I-, I agree. That scene I totally have like taken out of my mind, uh, except Except for it, it is it's it's a little graphic. You don't see the woman really, but you see this guy's butt the whole time, and I'm like, it's just like really like why why do I have to see this? I don't want to see it. I, you know, there was no need for it. It added no nothing to the they, plot, right? If they had just snipped that whole scene out entirely, it would have you you wouldn't have lost anything. <laughs> so yeah. just, instead, it's just like okay, we have to this is a giallo we gotta add some nudity in there just because so yeah exactly we gotta have something in there for and also it's an hour 33 so they probably were they probably wanted to get as much out of it as they could to get at that motion picture length yeah Um, absolutely yeah um but other than that i would say that this one's this one's a winner i really i highly recommend this one it it's not really available anywhere, um, but if you can get your hands on it, it's it's. I, I was surprised. Uh, there is a version on YouTube um, mm-hmm. that may or may not be one hundred percent legitimate. So if that's something you're interested in watching, you might want to go check it out. Like right now, I actually I think it's on YouTube, but it probably has like subtitles that aren't in the English language. So. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That might be why. But I will say this is definitely worth seeking out. Uh, if you are a fan of Giallo, even if you're a fan of murder mystery, I one of my other friends who really loves murder mysteries, I texted him after I watched it. And I was like, hey, if you're ever looking for a murder mystery, check this one out. So mm-hmm. um, once again, though, I got to say Arrow knocks this Blu-ray out of the park. Yeah, like, I knew I I'm liked like, it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm starting to, I'm like, I'm starting to get itchy to like 
started up an arrow collection because as much as I love the criterion, which we've talked about briefly on here, but I don't know. There's just, there's so many other titles on arrow that I've been like wanting to see for years. Yeah. Arrow has a really great selection come to find out. Cause my, my big thing was like, Oh, I can't collect another DVD series like criterion. It's so much money. But no, I think uh, it just works for the show. Like a lot of stuff on there, stuff I would love to cover on here one day. Um, and I mean, from the opening DVD menu, playing that amazing song and all the special features like available there, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. I love this. So twice Arrow has uh, done an amazing job. Oh, uh, going back to the movie, because there was one scene I forgot about. I wanted to yeah. mention. Uh, so Franco Nero's character is like sleeping with, uh, he has like a girlfriend and they're not really like super serious, kind of like, like mm-hmm. she's gone to the point of like, Hey, I'm going to go out for the weekend. If you need to go get laid, go, go do it. I don't care. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then even later in the movie, like she's like, Hey, I'm never going to see you again. I found another guy that I'm going to go marry. And he's just kind of like, all right, whatever. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, there's a scene. So, uh, it's really you'd you have to watch the movie but another like one of the suspects that franco nero is tailing goes and pay like the couple we were talking about that was having sex like uh Mm -hmm. the guy goes and pays that guy and he sees the guy from the couple getting into the car with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and you're like oh what's this about but anyway he like he goes and confronts his girlfriend but hey i saw you get in the car with this guy and uh he like start he like slaps her and then she's like that's my brother and, that's right <laughs> and uh you know and but they so you think like they're gonna get into like this big argument or like she hates him but he like he runs out to his car real quick to go grab his bag and then he comes upstairs and it looks like her throat has been slit and he's just like oh no oh my god like oh my you know and mm. then she's like ha just kidding and then they just like make up like right away yeah like it was such a weird scene like i was like i they're just like oh yeah you just pretended to be dead and uh, <laughs> that's and, funny and, and you and you, she's like that's for you slapping me in the face i'm gonna <laughs> pretend i'm dead yeah i mean that's how all couples settle things right yeah it wasn't very weird to me Uh, totally healthy relationship (laughs) totally (laughs) um but there i mean there's a lot more we could talk about from this movie i feel yeah i just i just wanted to mention that one because it was it was another scene where i was just kind of like huh (laughs) (laughs) but Uh, but anyway yeah total recommend go check it out yeah um but ryan what are we going to be checking out next time well we're going to be checking out the movie pieces and that movie is pretty much available everywhere you can watch it on shutter is where i watched it but it is available on tubi on youtube uh pluto tv it's not hard to find so you can go check it out and if you want to send us an email be sure to email us at drive a double feature podcast at gmail.com also tweet at us at didf pod we'd love to hear from you but until next time Until next time.